Welcome, everybody. I'm Shabal Raish, host of the Prusia Podcast. And before I introduce our, our guest from the United States and those listening around the world, um, uh, you're very welcome to visit us at perusiamedia.com. Check it out. It's a, it's a free podcast uh, on every single week, and we have multiple speakers around the place. Um, and those tuning in either via Facebook Live or also via the radio, you're all welcome. And uh, please pray for this ministry as we try to reach as many souls as possible. Now, one man who I know very well who is doing amazing work in spreading the gospel, uh, the founder of Real Life Catholic TV host, He's been on multiple programs. Now, I don't say that lightly, but this guy's been on Ascension Press programs. The Chosen program is a popular one we've seen and Alteration and many others. He's been on the Augustine Institute program. So there's a brand new one out now, um, and, and that's called Search. It's quite quite exciting. Let's touch on that a little bit. Uh, he's an author of multiple books. Um, we had a great campaign in, in Advent uh, promoting Joy to the World. And that's been very popular. But uh, another great book, he's the author of this book, I Am. Is none other than the one and only, the third most best-looking man in America, apparently, uh, Chris Stefanik. How you going, you know, Chris? If it, weren't, if it weren't for Father Schmitz and Matt Fred, I would be number one. Ah, oh, there you go. But okay, I, I can't. I can't complain about being number three. That's all right. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I, we used to say, um, we used to say, growing up, first the worst, second the sorry, zero the hero, first the worst, second the best. So there you go. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> so you can work, work away. How you doing? I'm doing great, brother. These are very weird times, but yeah, uh, and up and down. You know, it's a time for a lot of mercy with ourselves, with the whole uh, quarantine and, and lockdown. Yes. And there's, you know, there's emotional swings in the house with a lot of people living in it, uh, yes. and just time to let things go very easily when we rub each other wrong. And that's a good chance to imitate the mercy of God. I mean, it's very easy to talk about the mercy of God, and you have to practice it, right? That's very right. easy that's to right. be patient until you have to practice it. And very Spot easy on. to love your enemies until you have some. Of course, we have none of those in our house, but, you know, all these things are easy in theory. <laughs> that's right. So true. Well, here's a test for us. Um, I mean, I, 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 we pray for the world, right? We pray for the world, our church. We pray for um, just humanity, but... Personally, I can say that there are positives out of this too. I mean, there's people turning to God for the first time in their lives, asking those big questions. Uh, me, our prayer life at home has never been better, to be honest. It's quite interesting um, yeah. bonding with my kids, my family. And how has it been yeah. for you guys um, and, and then your ministry as well? Yeah, it's really, uh, it's been really uniquely and strangely blessed. I mean, I, I got to interview Pastor Rick Warren a couple of weeks ago. He said, you know, we're all in the same storm. We're not all in the same boat. You know, uh, but I'll tell you, whether you're in, in a really difficult boat right now or uh, it's just the regular rub of a family living together in close quarters uh, or it's the intense things like losing a job, dealing with illness. I mean, I think the Lord's showing up in, in incredible ways for everybody. And I, I yes. keep hearing a lot of people report about great graces they're receiving from God, that uh, this is a time of conversion. You know, he never wastes suffering. You know, so when we're in the midst of any any kind of trial, big or small. Uh, you know, he's, he's gone there before us. This is the image before right. us all the time. That's and right. he's got something in mind for us. He only allows bad things to happen with a plan in mind for something better to come about through it. I mean, that, that's actually, if that doesn't sum up good Friday and Easter Sunday, man, I don't know what does. Thank mm -hmm. you, Jesus. So, and that sums up quarantine and, and coronavirus and illness. And frankly, at the end of our lives, our own deaths. So, uh, oh, it's right. for me, it's been, it's been really blessed because I've gotten a lot of time to spend with my family. Uh, more time than I have in 10 years uh, being on the road so much and uh, doing the little things like taking a walk with the kids, 
you know, playing board games. I mean, just stuff that um, yeah. I went to confession and, conf- and repented of not making more time for those little things before. Wow. So it's been good. It's been a good time for my soul. That's such a good point. I've um, I've uh, I've become an expert chess player now. My kids, my six year old, <laughs> is beating me at chess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, they're clear minds have an advantage. <laughs> Charbel's described it by his next podcast, and your yeah. seven year old is like focused on <laughs> exactly what to do to destroy you. <laughs> I'm sure he wins every time. Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. What I love how's, about you, how's, Chris, how's, how's quarantine going in Australia? What's the latest? Yeah, are you guys thanks. coming out of hiding? Look, yeah, we, we started to lift. Um, so schools are back in, in the state of New South Wales. Um, so 100% students are back this week. Uh, uh, it's it's funny. Uh, shopping centres are all open, up, um, full swing. Um, uh, pubs and clubs are now opening up. Uh, 1st of June, they'll be up to allowing 50 people. Um, our churches are still limited to 10 at the moment. Um, so we're, we're praying, you know, look, if you open up the pubs, please open up the church. Yeah, I know, man. Let's, let's not have on. a double standard here. Yeah. Um, uh, but look, it's, we have not been hit as badly as, as you guys and, and, and other countries, uh, Russia, America, um, uh, you know, Italy has been bad, but, but my goodness, um, we've been blessed. We've only had in, in consideration. And, and again, it's never any life loss is, is not, is, is one too many, but you know, relatively in the low hundreds, you know, 108 or something like that. Um, latest oh, wow. count. And, um, out of 25 million people, you know, when you compare New York Incredible. city, um, you have almost 25 million people and, oh, yeah. and you've got, um, over 10,000, right. Is that the number of yeah. deaths? Yeah. So that is, yeah, we're, 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 yeah, I think we're around a hundred thousand now. So yeah, it's scary. It's, oh, it's difficult oh. times. Uh, it's, it's double who died in the Vietnam war and the entire time there. Yeah, so wow. uh, it's, it's, it's sad. And then at the same time, there's the, um, there's the real cost of quarantine that a lot of people are falling into depression, suicide hotline, uh, calls have risen by 600% addiction skyrocketing. Uh, a lot of people are very lonely, uh, job loss and stress from that and people not seeking medical care for things they need medical care for because they're, they're too afraid to go to their houses. So there's, uh, huh. At some point, some of the cures are, are worse than the d- disease, and of course, it's easy to say until you get it. Uh, but there's it's just, it's a real it's a real serious mess, you know. And Lord lead us through the mess, uh, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, it's good to see more and more people venturing out because the things that we can do with relative safety, we need to start doing as yes. soon as we can do them with a calculated risk, you know. So there's things like if you have a if you have a mask on, if you're outside, 0.3 percent of people I've heard are getting this outside. And then I look at beaches shutting down. I'm thinking, okay, dude, you know, come on, we need to take the risks that we can take with relative safety. So it, yeah, we're we're opening up more slowly than you guys are, but it's but it's happening, and we great, pray that it great. that it works well. You know, that's right. As long as people are sensible, you know, why not? I mean, and, and have that freedom, I guess, to make their choices. And yeah, yeah. we pray for protection, of course. But mate, Amen. let's. Uh, it's obviously affected your ministry in a big way. Um, mm-hmm. we used to go out giving. Uh, the reboots uh, all over the country, all your live events. Um, uh, how has that impacted you financially? I mean, your in your ministry as well um, with the whole live oh, yeah. shutting down. Yeah, the Lord provides really well. He's got a, a <laughs> limitless pocketbook, and we have a lot of donors who really stepped up and are, are helping our mission right now. Praise so we've been really blessed. Uh, so thank you, Jesus. That's right, and thanks be to God for our for our, our donors, our ambassadors of hope, who give every month to keep us floating. But, you know, but and it's strangely. Uh, it's, it's very strange ways, man. It's more effective than ever. 
know, uh, our ministry is really about putting out content that you are not afraid to invite your pagan friend to. I mean, that's what our events are about. Uh, it's it's yes. so uplifting. You know, I, I when I start speaking now, the first line I say is, "Who here wants an amazing life?" Say I. You know, who, who doesn't want an amazing life? Right. So there's people who aren't Catholics who are coming because their Catholic friends know that they're going to get something that's that measurably makes their life better. Uh, so that's our ministry is about offering that to people who are engaged in their faith to fearlessly invite their friends back to home to church and empowering people and raising up parish outreach teams. So our, our, our main drivers, these live events, we work with outreach teams for six months before I get there to empower them to invite their friends and family back to church. And we're seeing wall-to-wall packed with people, even in small towns, uh, with mm-hmm. a thousand people at these events and inviting people to make a decision for Jesus. But the Lord is forcing us, you know, through the quarantine, obviously, and, and, and the shutting down of events, hopefully not for too much longer, but it's been a time to look at how to do that same thing really effectively in media. And providentially, we came out with some really powerful programs right before this whole coronavirus hit. Uh, especially the IM program, which yes. is that space. It's basically that same approach to ministry. It's something so relevant. I mean, people, everybody deals with talking junk to themselves in their heads. This promises to fix that and replace self-defeating self-talk with the word of Almighty God. And it's the kind of thing that people think, "Wow, my neighbor, my friend, my family member, that guy who's in the fence about his faith, they need to do this." And then we're empowering the devout to invite all their friends to do this with them. We're seeing lives change. So. It's been a great time to be able to focus exclusively on that digital component of our ministry and frankly reach reach way more people than ever before. So it's wow. been amazing. Yeah. Isn't that false? Well, this and is And I got book. time to hang out and talk to you in Australia. <laughs> that's Go, right. That's right? more importantly, that's right. Like, exactly. We, we always joke with the um, um, with people. Uh, Jesus said, "Go and make disciples of all nations and go to the ends of the earth." <laughs> We're at the ends of the earth. This that's right. You Australia. go any further, you fall right off. That's right. <laughs> Let me, I'm holding in my hand the I Am book. Now, the program you have, I Am, is it, uh, tell us about, I guess, is it built on this book? You know, what, yeah. what gave you the idea of this book? And then maybe we can talk about how it sort of um, progressed from there. That book came straight out of time before the Lord and adoration. Wow. You know, a lot of my ministry, you can see this. You've had me out speaking, you know, yes. Charbel. Uh, the things I do come straight from my gut. This is not just uh, the results of a, a cerebral endeavor where I'm thinking about things, but I'm praying through these things and, and uh, they're sharing bits of my own journey with the Lord. And this is very much uh, central in my journey, but I, I've also become convinced central in everybody's journey. Um, so it, it, before the Lord in adoration, just thinking about negative self-talk, things that I've experiences I may have had or, um, you know, looking for uh, a completion in myself that maybe... I wasn't built up in certain ways that I should have been. We all deal with these things, with these experiences in life and and diving into the question, you know, how am I speaking to myself in a way that cuts me off at the knees, that limits my potential, that uh, drains me of happiness, that hurts my relationships? And how do I jump into that head game and replace the negative self-talk with the word of Almighty God? And the more I thought about this and just started speaking about a little bit in the events that I do, I saw this explosion in the response of people and like, whoa, I need that. I need, I needed what you just said. And I thought, okay, I gotta, I gotta keep running with this. And then I wrote the I am book. Uh, it's 33 days of meditations that are all straight from the word of God that have different scriptural names that God calls you to replace whatever names you might be calling yourself. 
so that you can mm-hmm. go through life with incredible confidence, uh, not just rooted in being puffed up, but in being loved by God. And the video program is very different. So this is the, these 33 days. It's just to get the habit of meditating in God's word and speaking truth to yourself. The video coaching program, I am, is, is 31 days. And it's a, it's a more linear just journey through okay. first laying the groundwork and jumping into the head game. Most people aren't even aware that they have a battle going on between their ears that they need to jump into. Right? There's a fight happening. Jump into that fight. Uh, then we go through lies that people tell themselves and replacing them with truths from scripture. And then we wrap up with a week of forming habits to help you stop speaking those lies to yourself for the rest of your life. Okay. Uh, would you, would you, would you go in conjunction with this book with, with the video program or would you read, are they, would that work nicely together? Yeah, no, I, I do. I do one and then the other, frankly, okay. I, you know, if I, if I had my vote, I would say do the coaching video program first and then, okay. and then do that. And frankly, the book, repeat again and again throughout the rest of your life. Those those meditations take 90 seconds to read. So it really helps you just, I mean, this is all, yeah, it's it's just a battle. The the devil never stops telling you lies. So you always got to jump in and and learn how to talk back to him with the word of truth. Love it. Love it. Amazing, strong, beautiful. Rewrite your name, rewrite your life. I love love the catch. That's it. Tell us then uh, the the program then. So um, how how has it been? You've launched it in the States and... um, how has how has it, how's the response been? Tell us a bit. Uh, tre- tremendous. We have thousands and thousands of people doing it, and uh, I've never <laughs> I've worked in a lot of exciting projects, man. Uh, with a lot of yes, you have. I, I do. Want, oh, I can't understate that. <laughs> yeah, it's been incredible. I've been blessed to work with, uh, like you said, with Ascension Press, with Form, with the Augusta Institute, with, uh, with Franciscan University, EWTN, and uh, and these are my best of friends. You know, um, so. But I, and so a lot of the programs we've worked on have been very blessed and reached a lot of people. There is a type of response to this particular program that I've never seen in any program that I've ever worked on or in any, anything that's been done. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm really kind of blown away by this. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying this to brag or that it's me. This is about putting God's word into people's lives in a particular area of their lives Amen. where most of us are wounded the most and don't even know it. Um, so there's uh, the comments field, just reading through the comments field that people type in how it's affecting them, how it's healing them. Just never seen anything like it in my life. You know, there was, there was one lady who said, because the, the I am book and the, and the stuff that's in that book, she, she lost 135 pounds. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's so many battles that we fight in life that we look mm. at, at the exteriors, right? We're getting caught in the, in all the uh, ripples that come from that battle. But if you go back to the core, to the root, to where these waves started in our lives, it all comes back to identity and how we label ourselves before, before God, before others, how we see ourselves. You see, the way you talk to yourself shapes how you see yourself. How you yes. see yourself shapes how you feel, which informs the decisions you make and how you act, which shapes your whole life. So wow. the deeper we dig into that, the more we find that, that how someone's life looks or if they have patterns of behavior or feelings that are, or, or, you know, these cycles and these, these constant loops and relationship problems, it, it so often goes back to how they see themselves. You know, this is the great battle. This is why the devil attacks identity and our sense of identity so much, because he knows that if we see ourselves like we're pieces of dirt, we're going to act like pieces of dirt. If we see ourselves as having to earn the respect of others, we're constantly going to be chasing every achievement and ruining yes. our families. I mean, there's, if, if we see ourselves as impure or broken because of something 
bad we did 20 years ago. Uh, even though we know the gospel, right? But have we internalized it and said, I, I actually believe that so much that I'm, I'm made pure. I'm, I'm, I'm white as snow, right? If we act out of those lies, then we repeat the same mistakes because you might as well do what you are, right? The, the devil's called the accuser of our brothers. He's the one who, after you mess up, runs over to you and says, that thing you did is who you are. Because he knows that's the, that's the key to you doing it a thousand more times. That's his real victory. So, so, so real. This is, this is the battle, isn't it? I mean, uh, we're looking for authenticity in this world right now, that we're looking for that identity. You know, we're hearing messages all the time. People want you to be real. They want you to be yourself. Um, and, and I guess without God, you, you won't know what that is. I mean, we, we try to listen to the voices in our heads or, or what people say of us, and we we make up some sort of image of ourselves based on society. Um, but you, you touched on sort of three areas there that are quite powerful. What what we tell ourselves, we think ourselves as dirt, or if we are trying to put on a mask or sort of be someone we're not and try to impress others, we're never going to be happy that way. But how do we yeah. see ourselves as God sees us? And so, so tell us, uh, how do you, what's the, what's the main question here? How do we get to that identity? How do we discover yeah. that? Well, uh, you know, the, the, the book and the video program, it leads you through a journey where you're, mm. you're identifying your primary lie that you live out. Okay. You know, and, and we all live out of primary things that we believe about ourselves. You have to renounce that lie out loud and then find the opposing truth and start preaching that opposing truth to yourself. Uh, I think of St. Peter's first encounter with Jesus, right? The devil had obviously worked Peter's whole life to get him to, to, to believe something about himself that directly opposed how he was to glorify God forever, <laughs> right? He, he was supposed to be the leader of the Catholic Church. He, right. And not, not just as in his function in this life, but in the next, there was supposed to be something about his soul that glorified God by being a rock. And his first encounter with Jesus, he says, I have a name for myself, Lord, sinful man. It's my name. It's who I am. Get away from me. Um, and there was a lot packed into that, that label. Wow. I'm unqualified. I fall short. I'm, I'm not the right guy. And, and he believed this and his gut. And he, he believed it so much that when Jesus looked at him with his gaze of love, that was his instant response. Sinful man, go away. I, I'm not the right guy. Uh, and his name was Simon at the time. Jesus took him on a long journey to Caesarea Philippi. I, I, I lead pilgrimages to the Holy Land. Come with me. I want Australians yeah, to... with me and the Holy Land. All right. All right so, let's do um, it. yeah, man. So, it, Caesarea Philippi is on the border of Lebanon, uh, mm. where all the pagans are from, Charbel. Yeah. And... Yeah. All my ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love my Maronite brothers and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> but it's right. It's, but it's, it was not a place where the, the Jews would have been going to the temple from Galilee. It was, it was on the border. And they had, no, they had no business there. And literally, the pagans were in, in Caesarea Philippi. It was a pagan city. There's, there's, um, there's a, the altar shrine of the god Pan there. And if you've heard pandemonium, you can guess what the religious rituals mm. to Pan looked like. And uh, so, But right in this town, Jesus took them on probably a two-day journey there, up and down these rocks. And it's a grueling journey. Jesus put so much thought into this journey because there was a big rock there. Huge, overshadowing the whole town. And he brought them there just to say one phrase. To Simon, you're Peter. That's your new name. On this rock, I'll build my church. Because he wanted Peter to have that image ingrained in his mind. So every sure. time someone would say his name for the rest of his life, he would see it. He would feel that in his gut. And he'd say, I know who I am. I'm not sinful man. That's not my name. My name is Rock. And I'm going to act like a rock. I'm going to feel like a rock. I'm going to think like a rock. 
And, and we have to identify how we're lining ourselves, jump into the head game, and start preaching truth to ourselves. I love that. Love that. Here's a great example. I mean, that rock, um, it's almost when Jesus calls him that and he he um, doesn't even believe it. And then, um, you know, soon after, remember, he, he's he's told, get, you know, get behind me, Satan. So he falls right away very, very soon. Um, but that's okay because he gets back up and then he denies him again. That's right. But that's okay. He gets back up and, 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 and that realization, hang on, I'm not just, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I'm still a sinner. But Christ trust he entrusted him with this mission and he still right. he went on and after the cross oh my goodness you couldn't stop him yeah. and uh, he went all the that's way it. didn't he that's it I'll tell you when Jesus did insult people in scripture it was uh, it was in the context of love it was in the mm. context of relationship I mean here's the man who he renamed so he could say you're you're acting like Satan right now uh, but someone who loves you can sell, say that to you that's your right. wife can say that to you and, and I'll tell you, the only way you can receive that kind of challenge well is if you know you're fundamentally loved by that person and that yes. you're fundamentally good. Yes. You know, if Jesus had said that to Peter in that moment and, and Peter felt like he was damned and irredeemable and junk and sinful man, he would have just run away. But here right. it is in the context of I know who I am. Okay, I got to act different. I got to act like who I am. That's it. Love it. So, so tell us, uh, so this journey, so what, how is the program um, designed? So you've got this 31-day um, program. How, how, how long are the videos? Um, what's the process here? How do people get involved and, and what, what can they expect? Yeah, so you just sign up. I think you're going to have a, a link in the bottom of your page for all our yeah, friends in th- Australia. Those in Australia, yep. In the, in the Facebook page, on the Perusia Facebook page, you'll see the link. Those around the world in the States, go to reallifecatholic.com. Um, is that right? That's it. That's right. it. All right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you um, so you register for the coaching program. You get a new email in your inbox every day, and it's 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 stupidly simple. I mean, there's a video that's about three to twelve minutes long on the on the high end. And yeah, that's pretty long similar, for you, actually. Yeah, that's, that's that pretty... is long for me. <laughs> I, I try to keep things brief, brother, because <laughs> right. I, I I know you know, this kind of thing is so crucial. But if people can't do it with in relatively mm. no extra time right. added to their busy lives, they're not going to do it. You know, and I know that from my own life, it's very difficult to keep all these juggle all these balls in life. And, you know, uh, so I write it with myself in mind. If, if I would use this, then I, then I know someone else could. And no one's going to tell me that they're busier than me. So, you know, if I can fit this in, you can fit this in. Right. Brilliant. So uh, the videos are relatively short. You could listen to them in your car. I recommend just sitting down and listening to them face to face. Uh, and there's a, a, a very brief written portion and challenge of the day. So I don't recommend people ripping through this all uh, by binge watching. I, I want you to implement each day's challenge. And you're going to see yourself as a different person in 31 days. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, it really is kind of that simple. I also recommend people do this with friends, with friends or family who are on the fence. You know, this is the thing. You're looking for that thing to invite them back. This is it. Everybody deals with the wrong stuff inside their heads on some level. And if you think, oh, I got it all together, I, I don't deal with that at all. I'm telling you, you can live a more powerful, more confident, more love-filled life if you really jump into that head game. Everybody deals with this. This is so important right now, so powerful. Um, I can't think of something right now to, to combat the negativity out there. Uh, we need to think of positive messages. Uh, tell us, I mean, you, you've handpicked these scripture quotes as well, um, yeah. uh, you know, the message of the day. Um, I guess, as you said, you're in the blessed sacrament, in front of the blessed sacrament, you're completely inspired by the word, the word 
incarnate right in front of you. Right. Um, right. The Word made flesh. Now, those scripture passages, I, I've heard you say this. Um, this is God speaking to you. And so this isn't just you saying you're good, you're great. This is God right. telling us what we're made for. So tell us a bit about this, the the messages behind the scripture passages. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of that, speaking of, this is not just us saying it to ourselves. This is God saying it to ourselves. Yes. This is night and day from secular self-help. Mm. I can't say that enough. Wow. This is not just about uh, positive thinking. This is about putting on the mind of Christ, which St. Paul tells us to. Or Jesus in his first words to humanity in, in the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Repent. And it sounds almost negative to modern ears. But repent in Greek, which the Bible was written in, is metanoia, which means change your thinking. You know, St. Saint, Saint Paul tells us about how to change our thinking again and again while he was sitting in prison. And talk about a quarantine, right? In the most miserable of circumstances. This all goes back to our thinking. And it's not just puffing ourselves up with thoughts that make us feel good, though they do make us feel good. They're rooted in reality. So if there's a difference between this and secular self-help, this is God-breathed. This is not you just puffing yourself up. And secular self-help, I don't want to put it all down. There's good principles in it, especially that idea that you need to take ownership of, of what's going on inside your head. That's, that's prevalent in a lot of secular self-help. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And, and it's, it's, this is factual that it does not work as it's supposed to on a societal level. Look, we've never told young people to love and believe in themselves more frequently than we do now. And this is a fact. Uh, iGen, Generation Z, millennials, the younger you get, though, the more young people loathe themselves. We have never had more self-loathing in the generation that's constantly told, love yourself. Why? Because they're told, love yourself in the context of a secularized worldview scrubbed of reference to God. And they're basically getting the message that you are a lump of cells. That's what you are. You're, you're a, a belt from the cosmos that achieves self-awareness. But love yourself. The universe is going to, to all the stars you're looking at in the sky. The North Star up here, the Southern Cross down there. Doesn't matter. It's all going to, all the stars are going to go out someday. And the sky will be cool and dark. And all of humanity will become a pile of rubble and then dust. But you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. <laughs> Not very inspiring. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> no, so we wonder why these people don't, don't love themselves and the message doesn't yeah. stick. I mean, Christianity, I'll I, I tell you what, man. This needs to not only compete with, but just blow secular self-help stuff out of the water. It drives me crazy that what I just wrote is kind of revolutionary in the Catholic world. <laughs> We should own this space, man, because yes, yes, we do it yes. better than anybody else. I, I'm so tired of seeing the people of God walk through life looking tired because That's they're right. beating themselves up all the time. We should have a bigger smile on our faces than anybody else. We believe in Jesus risen from the dead. We believe we're so loved that God, the maker of the universe, found us worth dying for. You know, That's so this, amazing. This is this Powerful. is uh, all these scriptures. There's all these scriptures. This isn't mm. just rooted in things God thought we might want to hear to make us feel good. This is reality, and and we have to conform our minds to reality. That's that's called sanity. Can I? Can I, uh, what you're saying is just yeah. It's it's revolutionary, but it it, it should have been always there. It, it has always been there, but you just help, I guess, communicate it in such a simple format and and through the videos. This is the word of God. This has been around for centuries, but it's been it's been under our nose all this time, and we just haven't. I guess put it together and, and told ourselves these messages, but 
One, one question I have here, um, Chris, if I can ask, and this is uh, mm-hmm. from, from a devout Catholic who, you know, has been told to be humble and, and, and live, a hu- hu- um, live with humility. Does this in any way, t- telling us we are great, we are wonderful, we are, does this conflict at all with humility, the message of humility? Can you just, I guess, clarify that for those yeah. who are, uh, you know, are trying to understand what is humility versus, you know, saying who you are in God's eyes? Right. Humil- true humility is reality. Okay. Uh, two illustrations about, about uh, you know, helping you balance this. I think of the Blessed Mother. No one was ever more humble than her. She's the mm. greatest of all saints. She perfected all these virtues in her soul. And the greatest song in the church's history, My Soul Proclaims the Greatness of the Lord. Yes. This is one of the meditations in my book and in the video program. That here's a woman, the most beautiful song of praise was not just to God out there. But her having the audacity to look at God within her and glorify him in there and to marvel over what he had made her. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. And if we have true eyes of humility, we'll be able to look at how we are to glorify God. I think all the saints, this is mysterious. It doesn't make any sense because you can't add to God's glory. And yet, because he's made us all, we who go to heaven, right, who join the communion of saints, we make heaven more beautiful in some strange mystical way. It's kind of like this. You, you can't add to the beauty of the sun or its light, but you put a bunch of stained glass in a church and it makes the light of the sun look more beautiful. I think mm-hmm. each soul, great, small, wherever you want to put yourself, you have a way that you and only you are to glorify God forever. That shaft of pure light will hit you in heaven. And will just refract out from you to all the heavens around you. And people will marvel. And the heaven's going to be filled with that multicolored light from, from the children of God. Uh, looking at yourself in those moments in heaven and saying, whoa, look what you did for me, Lord. I don't even deserve to exist. And here I am. That's not proud. That, that's, that's the humility of someone who's loved. Uh, so I, I think of Mary. I think of, of that image of heaven. And then I think of this. We are to say, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof at every mass. Mm. Frankly, Charvel, we are not worthy to exist. I mean, that the fact that we should be talking is, is the fact that you exist is astronomically unlikely. I mean, if one of your great, 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 great grandparent cavemen ran right instead of left from the saber-toothed tiger, you wouldn't be talking to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the, the chain of events that resulted in Charbel, is, it's crazy small, right? Uh, but we're not worthy to exist. We're not worthy that he should enter under, that God should enter within these, these souls that got to exist. And we say it to him in humility. And he answers us within two minutes. And you receive the maker of the universe on your tongue. <laughs> there it is. Right? That's God's yeah. answer. He doesn't say, yeah, you're right. And you know what else? I'm going to add to that statement. You stink, right? No, that's not what's going on. So when we say I'm dirt, I stink. And and, uh, there are some writings in the saints throughout the centuries that sound a little like that, right? That I, I, frankly, I, 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 I don't know what they were going for. You translate it to this context. It doesn't work. And, you know, yes, we're not worthy. We can't earn it. That's what love is about. But here he comes, and yes. God is, is on, on my hands. God is on my tongue. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it, it's a big difference. Uh, this sense of false humility, where you're constantly putting yourself down, 
um, but not facing the reality. Just be truthful. Don't lie. Just if someone compliments you, thank them, you know, glory to God. It gives glory to God in us embracing the gifts given to us by him. It's not on our own power, but his power. And so there's the humility. I mean, it's not, it's not puffing ourselves up in a way that, that is all the egotistic. It's, it's a way of saying, hang on, I'm a child of God, an adopted son and daughter of God. And I love the Gospel of John, you know, in the, what is it, uh, verse 12, chapter 1, he, he gave us the power to be called children of God. So we have mm. this power in us, this grace. And I, I just think this is phenomenal. Like he, There's no reason why God would even bother creating us if we didn't have this power, if we didn't have this freedom to not only choose him, but the freedom to actually choose or reject him. So there's a radical risk he took, but at the same time he needed to to make it worthwhile. Otherwise, we'd just be zombies and robots and walking around. What what a waste right. of time for God. <laughs> Why would he oh, waste yeah. his time with us? <laughs> That's it, man. But that we're it. caught up in this love story, that we're the object yes. of, of God's love. And when you think of what we mean when we say God, the maker of space and time, utterly transcended beyond us and yet he blasts into space and time he, he's the 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 author stepping into the story he's not just a powerful guy within the story he's not just very powerful he's all powerful when you think of what we mean when we say god that we'd be the object of his love uh wow if that doesn't impact how we see ourselves we are utterly missing the point this is what I love about your message, Chris. Uh, you know, I've been following you for about eight years now, uh, you know, looking back when I first discovered you and um, and just watching your videos. You, you know, you had all these YouTube clips, you know, three minutes here and there. It was always to the point. It was always something simple, a simple concept, and it was real, and, and it was enough to fill you that day and just go go out and conquer the world. And, um, and you keep that consistent approach. I've just watched you over the years and in all the different programs and you're just yourself. I love it. You're not an actor. You're not, you're not going out there. You know, the, the Christophanic in Chosen is the same Christophanic in Alteration, is the same Christophanic in The Search, which I've been enjoying, by the way. That's a great program. Um, Thanks, brother. Same Christophanic on The Real Life Catholic, um, which is an awesome a series on EWTN. I mean, what a concept to go out to all these venue places and engage with different cultures and then see the beauty of God in them. I just love that whole concept. And I, I can't wait to come really out there popular. and film one brother. We've we got to do one down under. That's right. We when do. the borders open up, we've got to have you. Please God. <laughs> but you know, yeah. it was never about you, you know, and, and looking at this from the very get go. Yeah. You had your own ministry, but you were already servicing and serving all these other ministries. And that's what I love this collaboration. You, this collaborative spirit of yours, because it's not about you and it's about about the, the, the creator and bringing him back. And the message is simple. And, and I encourage everyone, get on Real Life Catholic, get to know more about this man, get to know those in the States. If you could support in any way, just get on Real Life Catholic and, and make sure um, Chris is busy. We need his message out there uh, because, again, it's not his message. It's 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 the I am's message. And I love this. Hmm. Was that deliberate, by the way? Um, I am. Oh, yeah space but i also like the capitals i am i am <laughs> um, yeah so, yeah i'm wondering are you uh was it a deliberate um link there at all i just couldn't help yeah thinking. brother and thanks yeah, all the kind it. things you just said by the way it's not lost on I me mean it. It, and it's it's good to um it's good to focus on things that bless people that you're doing uh, that helps discernment uh because yes. when i when i do that you know it's again it's reflecting who god shaped me to be and when we're faithful to who we see he's made us or faithful to the little ways that we see him blessing people through us, 
and try to amplify those things instead of trying to be somebody else, right? Uh, you're not supposed right. to be Christophanic. I'm not supposed to be Charbel. I'm not supposed to be Matthew Kelly or Jason Everett or Matt Fratt or whoever it is. I'm supposed to be saying, insert your name here. That's what I'm supposed to be. Uh, so we all have the unique path we're supposed to, the unique part we're supposed to fill in the body of Christ. So praise God. Uh, but yeah, the I am, the great Jesus is the great I am. Yes. You know, God is, is I am. I am who am. And the book ends, <clears throat> and the video program ends as well, with praising him, with worship. With getting outside of your head. I mean, a, a lot of this stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm working on on uh, another book on, on transforming your mind in Christ, how to be more joyful. Uh, and this book about jumping into the head game. And, and as St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians, we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. I love that scripture. You know, but as, as we do that, as we engage that battle, if you get too stuck inside your own head, too focused on your own joyfulness or lack thereof, too focused on how you're talking to yourself, it, it makes you a tweaker, man. It'll tweak you out. It'll, it'll make, you know, it'll, it'll just make you really overly focused on what's going on inside your head. Uh, so the Lord is calling us at the end of these kinds of journeys to make the exodus outside of our own heads and to be people of service and of worship. And, and a lot of things fall into place when we do that. So wow. we, we focus at the end of it all on the great I am, the one who breathes us into existence, the one who, who gives us our true name and sets us free from darkness that opposes whatever name the devil has in store for us. And we worship him and name him. We, 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 that book lands on, on praising him with names that he's revealed for himself throughout sacred scripture. You said it. I mean, there's a powerful word you just said in there that set us free from darkness. Um, this is, this is real, right? This freedom that you experience as, as a follower of the great I am, um, you know, a lot of people misinterpret this idea of freedom today and, and you know, this worshipping of a of a God and, and following rules and, and following um, certain things and listening to him. He's telling us what to do, where to go. There's a, a complete misconception out there about believers in, in the one God um, and loving him uh, to, to then this concept today that I can do whatever I want, wherever I want, to whomever I want, wherever I want, however I want. And, and that's freedom, right? But can, can we blow this out of the water now and get the clarity? What is true freedom? Because you've got it, and I can see it, and, and I want others to experience the same thing. What is true freedom, and how do you get there? Yeah. One of, one of my dear friends, is a, it was a Green Beret, and the Green Berets is a special forces in the Army. To liberate the oppressed is their motto. Mm. And that, that's what Jesus came to do, to liberate the oppressed, you know, not just politically, mm. but in the battles of your own heart and mind. And we, we become, we, there's, there's really no in-between. You know, we're either living in the freedom of the children of God or we're becoming slaves of Satan. And people think that they're free, but they're not. You know, freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want. Freedom is the power to do what's right, what's good. It's the power ultimately to love. That's what real freedom is actually about. It, it's the, the power to, to worship God. It's the power to bend a knee before the maker of everything. When we don't do that, we become slaves to ourselves, slaves to our, our longings, slaves to our, our lower passions, slaves to the lies that we chase around and try to live uh, and try to try to. Well, we, we're living these lies out. We don't even know we're doing it. So yes. this is what Jesus calls us to. The truth will set you free, he says in sacred scripture. And that's very true, man. And, and every that's time right. I feel hit in the gut or I'm talking to somebody who's I was talking to my daughter this morning who was dealing with a lot of unconfidence about something. And I and I just. It's amazing how frequently this question cuts to the heart of whatever someone's dealing with. I said, what are you believing about yourself right now that you feel this way, that you're second guessing yourself? What do you wow. think about yourself? 
Where, where's this train of thought? We get, we get locked into responding to the trains of thought that enslave us. Let's cut to the, to the bottom of these trains. Where, where, do the, where do the train leave the station from? Huh? <laughs> what are you thinking about yourself that's led to that crazy train of thought? You know, uh, and cutting to the heart of these things, it does nothing short of liberating us. It sets us free. This is so, look, I can't stress what you just said enough. If people, you said uh, we become slave to ourselves and those lower desires. So this is so radical because people get this interpretation. Look, I can do whatever I want. So the, an example would be, hey, I want to I want I want to have cigarettes. I'll, you can't stop me. Yeah. So what? Okay, it's bad for my, so what? I want to do it. I'm free. Yeah, but then right. try once you get addicted, try and get off it, and then and and apply that to everything: drugs, gambling, sex, you name it. I mean, movies, food. It just keeps going. There's a long list of things that we become addicted yeah. to. TV shows, um, oh, yeah. and then try live without that. And if you can't live without that, you're not free. <laughs> you're yeah. a slave to that thing. And people yeah. don't get that point. And it's 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 the, the church and its wisdom is so powerful. I mean, Lent is a great time to break free from any any bonds uh, now we're leading up to Pentecost a great time to now ask for that you know that power from the Holy Spirit to be free from anything that's locking us down um, this program is gonna teach us how to be free you know this 31 day journey um, it's radical right this is real freedom in the church in 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 God's love and the reality that we are his children boy oh boy <laughs> amen I, I love yeah. it from Genesis. That sin is lurking at your door, but you must subdue it and become its master. Uh, and But not only sin, not only your favorite sins, the lies at the root of those sins mm. are looking at your door. Before the deadly sins, we have the dark lies that we, that we, you know, that those sins explode from and lead us back to, you know, I, I think the devil smiles more over the conclusions we draw about ourselves based on our sins than he does over the stupid things we do. Cause he knows that there's the real victory at the end of the day. Cause then you'll commit that sin a thousand more times and think you're unredeemable that you can never get out of it. And, and the gospel, only the gospel sets us right. You know, I, I had someone um, come to an event uh, a year and a half ago and she had a baby in her arm. She said, this, this baby's because of your visit to New Jersey last year. And I said, what? And I, <laughs> and she, she said, no, I had an abortion in high school. I was married for years and felt damned. I felt like that part of me was unredeemable and heard the message of the gospel and realized I was clean. And I went to confession and I got right with God. And, and, and a month later, me and my husband decided to have this baby. I mean, it's amazing how we live enslaved by believing the wrong things about ourselves. Uh, the devil didn't just want that little girl to have an abortion when she was in high school, probably under tremendous pressure from her boyfriend, right? But the devil wanted the end game to be, I want that soul to feel unredeemed for the rest of her life. That's what, that's what he, that's what he really wanted. That was the end game. Stay in that darkness. And, and, I, and then he owns you, man. You know, so we, we got to attack the lies at the root of this. Cause if there's a battle between heaven and hell, the front line is right between your ears and it's time to step in to that battle, take the pen right out of the devil's hand, give it back to almighty God and let his word write the script inside your head. The devil's a great scriptwriter. Stop letting him do his job inside your head. We, we think without thinking about what we're thinking. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> we think without thinking about what we're thinking. Right? <laughs> but we good. need to take oh, captive every thought good. and make it obedient to Christ. Amen. That's powerful. Uh, you know, you, you, we've got to, um, the mercy of God is so great. It's so freeing. Um, 
I, I can't forget our experience at Bondi Beach. You remember that little clip we did together? Oh, um, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, Travelling, following you, 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 you picked the most difficult spot to go. I had to go over the fence and went right on the cliff there. And then there's the water. We found this beautiful uh, um, yeah. blue water and uh, you had this powerful message. You know, the camera zoomed in on the rock and then zooming out slowly all of our sin, all of our, all of our, um, all the things yeah. holding us back. And it's just, and then you threw it in the ocean. It's just like a, a drop, a, a pebble in the ocean and you threw it. It was just so powerful. Um Ocean of Mercies, that video. Yeah, that's right. Real, yeah, great job in the post production. Um, I'm pretty sure that powerful. video was played in, uh, when the Pope was processing down in, in Philadelphia at the World Meeting of Families, and there was jumbotrons throughout the city, and they played a few of my videos, and I think that was one of them. There you go. Uh, so, uh, so millions powerful. of people saw that live and in person right there. And Charbel yeah. was on the other side of that camera. At Behind Beach. the other. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You man. were the director. That was so fun. Yeah, but, that, was, that was a blessed day. But that's that work you've been doing. You take that. You're always thinking. I remember even just being with you at the time in Australia. You were thinking of Mary McKillop on the spot. Okay, how do I do something? And we'd, we'd tried something with her. And, um, like you, you're always thinking of how do I communicate to a culture? How do I communicate in a, in a language that's going to help them, you know? Um and, and you'll come up with a script and you try to memorize it and memorize it and you're talking to the camera like like you're there in front of us. And uh, um, you've just taken that gift and you've applied it to sort of all these different programs. It's You're everywhere. I can't, I can't tell you. I mean, everywhere I turn, it's just amazing. I mean, you're the face and voice of, you know, all, all these powerful programs. It's phenomenal. And it, whether it's for adults and, you know, you hit the men between the eyes if you're doing men's ministry and they get a bit of a slap in the face and that's great, you know, you wake yeah. them up. You're hitting, you know, married couples, uh, teenagers, and then it's just the, the average Catholic and then the secular person. I mean, that's what I love about it. You're reaching to those people, not even asking the question. I mean, not even thinking twice about if there is a God, not even thinking right. twice whether, you know, about death or life, life after death. Uh, who cares? That's a challenge, you know, right now. Um, I find it's easier to have a debate with someone because they're in it and they're going back and forth. A lot harder if someone doesn't even care. Um, so how right. do we? And those people even watching now thinking, "Thanks, guys. You guys are just talking, you know, a whole, whole bunch of stuff, and I, I couldn't care less. You know, this means nothing. What does this mean to me? I'm, whatever you say is not going to change my life. I don't need to listen to you guys. What do you have to say to those people who? Yeah, don't care. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, you know, I, I love apologetics. I really do. I love the, the, the heavy hitting, uh, cerebral arguments for faith. I think they're all really, really important because once you grab someone's attention, you need to bring them to those next steps. I think they're also important because uh, a lot of people have reported that they left the faith because they just presumed it was stupid. But there mm. was no answer to the questions that they had. Uh, though I'd argue this, most people who leave the faith and report that it was because there wasn't good answers to their questions or they self-report that they didn't find it intellectual enough. I don't think it was just because of intellectual reasons that they left. And you're in ministry. I can see you grinning. You know this too. Anyone <laughs> who actually does ministry with people knows that's a smokescreen. Yeah. They'll self-report that way. But I'll tell you, I, I've seen people who have left their spouse. Oh, and they find all sorts of reasons to justify the fact that they left their spouse. There, there's the reasons. They make it cerebral. But their will left long before their brains left. They made a choice. And then they found a lot of reasons to justify their choice. And people leave God because they find it irrelevant. Yes. You know, they, they think this doesn't bring anything good to their lives. And therefore, they perceive it as nothing more than a burden. 
that religion offers them no more than obligations, facts to memorize that have nothing to do with real life, rules they have to follow that ruin all their fun, right? We have to blast into that space and say, no, no, no. What this offers you is what Jesus promised, life to the full. What this offers you is the joy of God himself living inside of you. Jesus said, I told you these things, so my joy may be in you. Okay, this is God's joy. The joy that made the universe may be in you and your joy may be complete. That's something big. The way to break through the deafness, the I don't careness. And I, and I think the first Christians had it way easier. It was easy to go from Zeus to Jesus. I mean, come on. Zeus is a jerk, man. <laughs> Who wants to worship a guy throwing lightning bolts at all his kids? Jesus is love. That's an easy That's sell. Right. It's right. way harder to go from, why should I care at all, to, oh, suddenly I'm going to bow to God, right? Yeah. But this is the space that we find ourselves in. And, 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 I, and I think that people in ministry, and you and me, we're very frequently metaphysical in our thinking. Mm. We're, we're philosophical because we get excited about this stuff because we're in love. But those who are not in love, if we meet them where we're at, we're going to lose them. Yeah. People in the Western world, and this includes Australia, yep, yep. are very practical. They're pragmatic. They're not philosophical. Does it work? Does it make my life better? If it does, then I'll learn all about it. Then I want to know your facts. Then maybe I'll listen to your arguments. Does it make my life better? We proclaim it does with our own joy, with the fact that we're going to smile. With, with Even if the world is attacking us, that there's something within us that can't be brought down. And with messaging around things like the IM program. That this is not just about us wanting to impart facts to you. This is about us wanting to help you live an amazing life in Jesus Christ, because he's the only way. Praise God. This is great. And what I love, um, we, we really can own this. We really can um, find this joy. And I challenge anyone right now, look, give it a go. 31 days. What do you got to lose? Give it a shot. It's actually, so it's a very low fee. Um, it's, 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 it's next to nothing when you think about what you're getting at $47. Um, not even $50, and you've got a, over a month, you know, you've got a full month worth of videos. Um, that's phenomenal. Um, yeah, think about yeah. what you spend in a counselor's office in one session. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm against counseling. Sometimes you need that to reinforce these messages. Yeah. But this is, you're getting a whole lot out of us. So yeah. very simple. They, they, uh, we've posted it in the Perusia page um, for those in Australia. Those in America, please go to Real Life Catholic. You basically sign up, um, pop in, pay for it, $47. It's nothing. Um, you pop it in and every day um, you'll get uh, these videos with the messages about who you are in, in, in God's eyes. Do, do you have um, those people who are just thinking, look, I don't know if this is for me. What do you have to say to them, Chris? What, you know, there's people watching now thinking, yeah. okay, look, this all sounds right, but I'll be fine. I don't need this. Oh, this is for everybody. Okay. This is for everybody needs to jump in the head game. I mean, look, we, we can all live a better life than we're living right now. And if you're not speaking truth to yourself in the right way and addressing any way that you're undercutting yourself or ever feel hit in the gut, and you're like, where did that come from, right? It's coming from things you're telling yourself about who you are. If your circumstances get you down, if any of these things, which we all deal with as human beings, but it all comes yes. back to recentering yourself in who God sees when he looks at you, that he sees something he found worth dying for and that that needs to profoundly reinform how you see yourself, how you speak to yourself. And listen, we, we don't do the IM program, Perusia, you don't do your ministry, EWTN, we don't do any of this stuff so we could preach to you ad nauseum. The preaching ministry of the church is given so that you can start preaching to yourself. That's the end goal for all of this stuff. 
so that you would take ownership. Because if you're not taking ownership, you're going through life way too needy. You're too needy of that boyfriend. You're too needy of that spouse. You're too needy of your accomplishments. I don't care if you're in the business world or ministry. You're too needy of your coworkers to tell you who you are and what you're worth. When God is looking at you from the cross saying, hey, listen to me. I know who you are. I know who you're worth. You got to start reinforming how you talk to yourself and preaching truth to yourself. It's your job. It's your job to do that and live out of that truth. If you want a powerful, God-breathed, joy-filled life that nothing could bring down. There's a straight up message right there, everyone. Straight up, straight in between the eyes. It's a challenge for all of us. Get on there and, and give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Do it. And I encourage you, you, you will be much better for it. Um, I'm super excited. I had a, a glimpse at the videos. I, I'm going to do this journey from start to finish with everybody else. Um, those in Australia, um, July 1 is when we're going to begin. Um, we're going to have the daily videos launch on July 1. You can sign up as of now. So right now the links are in the, in the comments below. And give this a shot. This is going to transform your life. And if you think about this, if you interiorize this, if you're if you're transformed, imagine the effect that's going to have on the people around you, at your work, at your school, at your university, in your relationships. Boy, oh boy, get ready. This is how we're going to change the world, one person at a time. And it starts with us, doesn't it? it starts with Amen. us. Amen. Yeah. Changing wow. the world starts with changing the heart. I think it's easy in in our work to get too caught up sometimes in redeeming culture. Yes. And fighting the culture war. <laughs> yeah, the big ones. Yeah, we're yeah. change the world. And that's right, man. And, and culture has changed because hearts were changed. Christian mm. culture is born out of Christian souls. That's the soil. That's that's where. And and is God's going to remake us in new ways we've never envisioned before. In many ways, the first evangelizations wrapped up, and in some of these Christian nations are now post-Christian nations. But God wants to begin anew, and and start with us. That that we are today. We're we're, we're the new Saint Patrick's Charvel. <laughs> We're the new That's Mary right. McKellips, right? That's right. And, and That's he's right. restarting today. Beautiful. Well, I see the joy in you. I see the freedom in you. Um, this is real. This is authentic. This comes from a, a real place deep down, a conviction that you have and the zeal you have. This does. This is not an act. I can tell you. You look online and check out all of his videos. Check out all the content. This man is a transformed man. Um, you can be transformed too. So, look, sign up and, and give it a shot. Um, the book as well is there, and that is also now available in Australia. But, uh, you know, those, uh, reallifecatholic.com as well, you can get that. I do want to um, just remind people what we did in you know, Advent and a great job back then and the joy to the world was this was such a great response. We had um, people who, who did this daily email sign-up were transformed. The messages have still come through, and, and that's that's still available too. And that's, that's quite a beautiful 25-day meditation um, leading up to the joy of the world. I love how you started that program. Uh, it's this is this is the gospel. It's good news. Let's let's treat it like it's good news. It's the best news ever. So we got to let people know that. Um, I'm going to close this in, in final wraps. So Chris, uh, you may not know this, but uh, finally it's done. Can you see that? Oh, praise God! It's finally good done. Good job, brother. So good job. Uh, you know, uh, I may have mentioned you in this book. I've got to, I've got to think back in chapter six. I think. In 2013, when you just gave me that word of encouragement, when we were going to give up uh, Perusia, um, I in Chapter 7, I talk about how Perusia progressed. And uh, you were one of the positive voices in my mind uh, at the time when I was I was, I was, was at a low point with the ministry. And thanks be to God, um, things were on the way up uh, ever since I was one of a, uh, a string of events. And, uh, you know, we've reached tenfold now in the last five years. Praise be to God and um, teaming up. Uh, Kevin, if you're watching, uh, Scott Hahn has been a key, key part and all this. And a lot of people have come together to, to do this. This is 25 years and 21 years in the making. 
So it's finally <laughs> Thank available. You, Jesus. Um, I've got to send you a copy. And uh, yes, please, please. It's available um, at our website. It's just freely launched. And last plug, um, just like Joy to the World, we thought in the month of May to do a, an email sign up to the consecration to Jesus through Mary, the method of St. Louis de Montfort. The man who wrote this book, John Pridmore from UK, great man, big man, big unit. He's found freedom in a huge way through the mercy of God. He's actually updated the St. Louis de Montfort book in modern day English. And he's added his own little reflections. So we're doing the daily email. It's free for the email sign-up, um, but then people can get the book as well. It's available um, physically at our website, perusiamedia.com. But um, we've started two days ago, and we're on day three today, and we're going for 33 days. And guess when we finish? June 27, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Once you're consecrated to Our Lady, get ready. July 1, we dive into... I am. So that's the idea. So we want to work oh, with our yeah. lady now preparing and let's really rediscover our identity in as children of adopted children of God. And what a beautiful and powerful message. Chris, we're out of time. I can't believe it. Thanks be to God. <laughs> Good I wish to I'd see talk you, all brother. day. It's great to see yeah. you. And love to get you back on and maybe um, get a lot, another reminder for people just before July 1. We'll, we'll love to get you back on and, and really encourage people and love the work you're doing. Please know of our prayers. Um, and those on form right now, search is available. So search, get on there. Um, search has been a great program. What you're doing, uh, great, great stuff there. Praise <laughs> so, God, brother. Well, thank you very. I'm gonna uh, let's close off. Uh, would you mind closing uh, in prayer, um, Chris, for us? Yeah. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God, you show us who not only you are, but by dying and rising for us, you show us who we are. Help us to see ourselves through your eyes and to live in the freedom, joy, and peace of your children, beloved of the Father. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Thank you. St. Charbel, pray for us. Pray for us. That, absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm going to stop the live stream now. Thank you again. That's another Perusia right. podcast. Uh, welcome to everyone in the States. Um, I'm Charbel uh, from Perusia, and God bless you. Support this man. Bye.